Welcome to Murder We Drink, a podcast devoted to murder she wrote and drinking. I'm Kara. And I'm Travis. Today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 15, Powder Keg. Yes. What are you drinking today? I'm having a Bud Light Platinum. It's brewed for the night. Fancy. Yeah, it's very fancy. What are you having? I have a Mike's Hard Lemonade Seltzer Pineapple Flavor. Again? They're better than White Claw. Which they are very good. But that's what you had last week, wasn't it? Probably. I think we, yeah, we had the seltzer last week as well. And as usual, we have LB with us. <laughs> this week was a little touch and go. We almost didn't get this out because we were half moving. So right now, half of our stuff is at our new house. Half of our stuff is at our old house. So it's kind of all over the place. Yeah, it's a little hectic. But fun. So this episode aired February 9th, 1986. Mm-hmm. Takes place in Alabama. Do you know where exactly? Um, they mention, is it a real town? I don't know if it's a real town, but I did see that, pardon the dog. He's very excited to be here. Yes, he loves it here. Um, I don't know if it's a real town, but I picked up a few times, like I think it was written on the outside of the sheriff's office, um, the side of the sheriff. Yeah, I think it's a fictional town. Hooksville. Because then they talk about like Montgomery. Yeah. It's Hooksville, Alabama in the town, or in the county of Roper. Sam. Roper County. Hooksville. Wasn't there a character on... Three's Company, the landlord's name was Mr. Roper. No. Oh, that's what you were called. Albie. Aristocats is Roqueford. That's a kind of cheese. Close enough. Roper, Roqueford. Whatever. Potato, potato. So the episode opens up with these two kids kind of kicking a can down the street. Very Alabama-y. As a car drives by, guess who's in the car? Tom Bosley. No. I was close though, wasn't I? It's Jessica and J- her friend. J.B. Fletcher. Ames. Ames. Um, and just as they're driving into town, the car breaks down. Convenient. Very. They always tend to end up where they need to be. It's kismet. And conveniently yeah. also, as it breaks down... The sheriff drives by. Well, it's a small town. He doesn't have much else to do. <laughs> and they're like, help. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who can't see or just listening without watching at home, she gave me the finger guns. <laughs> help. help. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> uh, they, he says, I'll call a tow truck for you, blah, blah, blah. They take it to the mechanic. Needs a fuel pump. They suggest a hotel. It's owned by Mrs. Burns. She's the best. You'll love her. Whatever. Cassie, right? Cassie Burns. They go to the hotel. Hotel or was it an Albus? It seemed like a hotel. Was it a hotel? Okay. I can tell if it was a hotel or an inn or a B&B. It was a little vague. Um, and it turns out that Cassie Burns is an old student... Of Ames. What are the odds? I don't know. Of all the towns. Probably pretty good considering he like planned it. Do you think there was anything really wrong with the fuel pump? I don't know. He put sugar in the gas tank, I bet. Coca Cola. Is that supposed to be bad for the car? Well, it's not good for the car. Yeah, you can't. (laughs) Fun fact for our listeners. Any new drivers out there? (laughs) The internal combustion engine does not run on (laughs) Coca-Cola. I wish it did. So cheap. Ooh. And tasty. (laughs) 
You'll be at the pump and be like, one for you, one for me, one for you, one for me. <laughs> so she introduces Jessica and Ames to her son, Matthew, who's a musician. Yeah, he, You didn't think he was good? No. He was clearly lip syncing for one. Okay, well, pretend that was really But him. even to who, whoever he was lip syncing, not the greatest. Oh, I disagree. I thought he was pretty talented. No, no Johnny Cash. Well... <laughs> But who is? But who Am is? Am I right? We tell the people what the one rule is. Can't turn off Johnny Cash. Yes, if we're in the car and Johnny comes on, you do not turn that song. Although you did the other day. No, I wasn't in the mood. You have to be in the right frame of mind. Well, he's a musician at this bar called Kelso's, which we'll get to later. But we do see Jessica and Ames talking in Jessica's room as she's like unpacking or whatever. And she had the ugliest red comforter. You were looking at the comforter? Oh, it was like blood red. Did you not notice the um, posts on the bed with the carved pineapple on them? I was more distracted by the blood red comforter. <laughs> didn't even notice. So ugly. Didn't even notice. And she's like, oh, I'm just going to go to bed. I'm tired. I'm going to read. Blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, saying, me too. You know what killed me, though? Is he's like, how about an early dinner? I'll pick you up at, like, 7.15. So late? <laughs> We're one of those couples that eats dinner at, like, 5, 5.30, 6 o'clock. We eat dinner at that average, <coughs> the time Excuse of the me. average American. Maybe. I think it's a generational thing. Maybe. I don't know. That's just the way it was growing up. My parents always, dinner was on the table at 5.30-ish. Right, same. You know. But... Regardless, we see but I digress. <laughs> Ames goes into the bar, mm -hmm. so cut to Kelso's. Mm -hmm. They have two signs on the door. Did you see what they were? Um, no minors and no pets. No pets. <laughs> Who the hell is bringing their cat or dog to the, or whatever kind of pets they have down there in Alabama to a bar? Did you notice the Confederate flag? Oh, how could you not? Do you think, how many of those it townies do you think boss. voted for Trump? I'm going to just roughly estimate the town had a population of 7,256. I'm betting 7,258 of them voted for Trump. You know there's a couple of dumbasses that tried to vote twice. <laughs> True. No, I take that back. No, I, I don't think Cassie or Matt would have voted for Trump. What about Linda? Um, yeah, but she wouldn't know why she was doing it. She just did it because her father and her brother did Okay, that's fair. So I mean, she was a very sweet girl. We she haven't met smart Linda yet. But I don't think she thinks much for herself. Frank Kelso owns the bar. He's talking about, to a patron, he's like bragging about his gun. And he's like, Just look at this sucker. Check out these bullets. You can cut a man with one. <laughs> right. Then we see Ed walk in. Big man on campus. Oof. High school football star that never moved on. Right. He, Best first of all, I take it back. Before he walks in the bar, he squeals in the parking lot. You know what my first thought was when I saw that? I didn't buy his own tires. <laughs> because the way he was doing donuts, he didn't give a damn Well, about then the his friend donuts. Andy is like, yo, you're going to destroy your car or whatever. And he's like, oh, I'll just buy a new one. Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, I want to know how much money he's getting from this scheme. I can't imagine, spoiler alert. Um, that Kelso is making that much money where he can pay off Ed that well that he's just buying new cars when he ruins the tires. Well, we'll get there. But Ed walks in the bar with Andy and Billy, his two like buddies. Did you recognize them? 
Yeah, they've been on before. Uh, no, I mean from outside Murder, She Wrote. MASH? Nope. MacGyver? Nope. Scrubs? No, but I'll give you a hint. Um, one of them was on another very popular 80s show. Did I watch it? I don't think I've ever heard you mention it. Then probably not. Um, Andy. Was it Andy? Yes. He's on late. He's on again. Andy was on um, Chips. Never watched it. No, oh, I love that show when I was a kid. Um, he comes on again later. He does? Not as Andy. Mm -hmm. And the other one, uh, Billy, was played by Jackie Earl Haley, who played... Uh, he's been in, he's in a lot of movies, but I think his biggest one was probably he played Freddy Krueger in the remake of Friday the Thirteenth. Mm. Or I'm sorry, Nightmare on Elm Street. Wrong I was like, that's the wrong movie. Wrong franchise. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, they walk in and they're like, Elmore, get up. And Elmore's what? Elmore leaves and his wife's like, Elmore, what the yeah. fuck? Okay. Um, what was the deal with Ed that people were so terrified of him? Well, I mean, look what happened to Matt. Matt barely got beat up. He was pretty beat up. He probably at least cracked a rib. Mm. And he was humiliated. I think my brother and I have done worse to each other. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, not was, the point. He was humiliated. But, I mean, the way they were treating him, you would have thought he was, like, the mayor's son or something and could have the whole town shut down or something if they didn't give up that table. Well, there was an un unreasonable amount of fear there, I feel like. We meet Linda. We don't know yet she's Ed's sister until like a little bit yeah, later, but know. she's eyeing Matt up and down. Mm. She is and, hungry. And Matt was eyeing her right back. He's hungry too. He was singing right to her. And, and she liked it that way. Ed starts like heckling Matt and he's like, guitar picker. Yeah, that bothered me. Guitar picker. He wasn't that bad. No, no, no. I'm just the way that Ed referred to that guitar picker. Guitar picker. Who says that? <laughs> I don't know. Nobody. Nobody. But Nobody. the point the point is that he wasn't that bad. No, he wasn't great. I mean, yeah, at the end of the episode he's like, hey, going to Nashville, they'll probably kick me right out. And I was like, Yep, they probably will. <laughs> but he wasn't terrible. He wasn't the worst I've ever heard either. Well then Ed pulls him off well no. He starts to walk away. Then Matt, like, tackles him. He did quite the flying leap off that stage. Right? I mean, that was a great stage time. And then he, like, pours a whole pitcher on him. Yeah. Waste of beer. Right. Hopefully it was something cheap, like... PBR. <laughs> PBR. Coors Light. It was probably PBR. Um, then Jessica, who supposedly was going to have an early night... Cut to Jessica. Yeah. Sitting in her she room. she hears Ames come home at two thirty five in the morning. What was it? Two thirty five? Was it three thirty? It was two thirty five in the morning. I have trouble with analog clocks. <laughs> we know. <laughs> you know, they don't know. Now they know. Well now they know. What and time my, is it right now? My original note, um seven third seven thirty ish. Yeah. Seven thirty ish. Um well, the, my note actually said, Ames is back at 7.15, question mark. <laughs> and then I crossed that out and wrote, 3.30, damn analog clocks. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it struck me as weird. Like, Jess heard somebody at his door, and she looks at her watch like, hmm, that's weird. I'm like, it's 7.15. What's so weird? Um, hard to read. That's all I'm saying. And then we do see the sheriff finding Ed's body. Yes. Which... 
the way they made it sound like it sound almost they almost made it sound like he was put through a wood chipper or something. He had a little bit of blood coming out the corner of his mouth. Other than that, he looked pretty fine. Well, I don't think they could show the rest. Well, no, I'm sure. But they I mean, make it seem like he was really. Yeah, they make it sound like he was mutilated. Which, but... in that small of a town, how many dead bodies do you think they're really finding? Well, it is Alabama in the '80s. How many white bodies do you think they're That's finding? That's a better question. <laughs> Not many. <laughs> um. That's the problem with those southern. When they take someone out, you don't usually find the body. So Matt was, of course, arrested. Mm -hmm. Ames and Cassie asked Jessica for help. Because most of the people in the town at first, I didn't think were racist to the sheriff. I thought they were just, like, annoyed because he was, like, the law. Yeah. I think they all, which is not typical of Southerners, but I felt like they were all very anti-authoritarian. Right. Well, I mean, if you really go in the South, they love cops and soldiers and... Not black ones. Well, not black ones, no, but... Not in the 80s. Not, no, I'm talking about now. By and large, the Southern states, they're, they love cops and soldiers. So... You're doing God's work. Ames and Jessica go to the sheriff. Mm-hmm. And... Has he been on the show before? Ames? No, the sheriff. No. God, he looks so familiar. I can't To me, him. he looks like Leslie Odom Jr. from Hamilton. That's not what you said last night. I know. I called him Lamar Odom Jr. <laughs> I was tired. I know. It was very late. We had a busy day. And you were like, who? And I was like, from Hamilton. It was funny. <laughs> but I was like, oh, Leslie? I, I think they look the same. A little bit. A little bit. But he, I know I've... I, he's one of those actors that... He's probably been in 50 movies that I've seen over the years. And I just... I've seen him so many times, but I don't know in what... Um, and Ames, trying to, like, make a good impression or whatever, is like, the governor this, the governor that, blah, blah, I blah. I think he was just a name dropper. Right, but that's annoying. And, I don't think and, he was trying to make an impression. I think he was no, trying to make No, he's trying to make, like, big. a good impression of, like, hey, we're important. Listen to me. Oh, okay, so he was just trying to, like, build himself up. Right, and the sheriff's like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a you can call the state senator. I don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> um, but Jessica makes the good point that there would be more blood at the scene if he was that bl- brutally murdered. Mm-hmm. And the second point she makes is she points to a map and she's like, okay, Ed was killed over here. Yeah. And then it goes, she kind of goes all the way through the map, and she's like, okay, and then Matt goes way over to his house over here somewhere. He crosses a river. Why wouldn't he toss the weapon in there? Makes more sense. And he's like, yeah, that's a good point. You know what I really loved, though? What? The cartoonish, hand-drawn map of the town that they had tacked up on the wall. (laughs) I like that. I mean, normally in police stations you would expect to see, like, an official... Oh, I bet Fairport has one. Really? We just told everyone where we live. We don't live there. (laughs) Almost. That's where I grew up. Um, anyway. Um, no, I mean, most police stations you would expect to see, like, a real map with the streets. And you wouldn't see the houses oversized, drawn. and like, wasn't to scale, with, with no. church or McGregor Farm written in there. No, it wasn't to scale. I agree. <laughs> it was, a, I, I found it kind of funny, that's all. Um, I'm just throwing that out there. Then we cut to Frank Kelso. And... I think he's related to Bob. He was walking out of the hardware store or whatever, and someone's like, hey, where's Jolene? 
You know, <laughs> I kept hearing the Dolly Parton song every time. You know, me too. Name. And he's like, oh, she's still with her mama. Yeah, she's tending to somebody, but not her mama. And... I forget who said that, but somebody did. Um, Andy and Billy, maybe? I don't know. No, but I it comes out so. that Ed, Ed knew that the wife was with the hardware salesman. And he saw them going out together one morning, like leaving town together, mm-hmm. hugging and kissing. Well, she was a very affectionate woman. She really appreciated all the nuts and bolts and lumber that the guy sold. <laughs> um, well, Frank goes to the little like town gathering party thing. The lynch mop? Not at first. <laughs> <laughs> Not at first. No, I think he incited that. Same. I mean, it was just a bunch of rednecks hanging out. And he's like, hey, you know what would be cool? Let me go with those old girl boys liquored up. <laughs> well, yeah, he shows up with two bottles and he's like, hey. Yeah, and did he like hand one off? He's like, okay, boys, you share this. And then he handed the other one to... Andy. Was it Andy? Or Billy, I'm not one sure. Of the one two of them. them. He handed is like, this one's for you. I'm like, well, yeah, that's just what they need. Andy was taking it very hard, which I understand sort of. I mean, they were friends for a really long time. Yeah. I feel like, though, they didn't seem as crazy close as one would be with somebody to take the death that hard. Well, can I just say, I loved when Jessica and Ames show up and Andy's plastered and he's like, your car will be ready later <laughs> in the day. <laughs> the fuel pump will be here tomorrow or maybe the day after. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Ames is like, honey, you don't even know which way is up right now. <laughs> and Ames is like, I, I don't care about the car, dude. <laughs> just, we have some questions. <laughs> Your car will be ready. It'll be ready tomorrow or sometime after that. <laughs> like, yeah, that's how life works, pal. Um, Jessica runs into the doc, the town's doctor. Mm-hmm. The southern he's, version of Seth. I was going to say, he's no Seth. He's no Seth. And um, he's like, oh, big fan. You, my <laughs> wife falls asleep to your reading every, your writings every yeah. night. And she's yes. like, thank you. Thank you, I think. Hey, at um, least she's buying the books. <laughs> but he said Ed definitely died somewhere else, not where the body was found. Yeah, I do feel like the doctor was very free with information. What, what should be confidential information about that case? Well, I mean, there's an ongoing murder investigation. Number one, it's the eighties. Number two, it's a celebrity. Okay, well, I get it. HIPAA or not, if. Harrison Ford walked through the front door right now, <clears throat> excuse me, and he's like, tell me all the intimate details about your patients at work today. I'm not telling him. <laughs> I don't care how famous or awesome he is. Well, that's also because HIPAA wasn't a thing. Regardless if it HIPAA wasn't was a like thing. It wasn't like a law. I understand that. Regardless if HIPAA was a thing, I'm not just going to start spilling my guts to some random celebrity. Well, that's good. Good to know. Good to know for you. Yeah. By the way, Harrison Ford, if you're listening, I want to be friends. I don't think he's listening to our podcast. He probably loves Murder, She Wrote. Hmm? Was he around the show? No. How awesome would that be? Brian Cranston was, though. Ooh, like him, too. Brian, if you're listening, hit me up. Let's have a beer. Would you rather have a beer with Brian Cranston or Harrison Ford? As much as I love Brian Cranston, I'd probably go with Harrison Ford. (sighs) 
okay, I'm going to say this 100% um, sure of my heterosexuality. Harrison Ford is a very handsome and charming man. <laughs> I can see why women love him like they do. That's true. Oh, I love him. Well, the doctor leaves. And Jessica sees an envelope on the sheriff's desk. Back to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> on the sheriff's desk labeled Bonner artifacts or yeah, whatever. Personal effects or something like that. Yeah. And um, Jessica dumps it out and it turns out Ed died with two lighters. And she's like, that's super weird because both of them work. Mm -hmm. And then she notices one of them has the Cameron crest, which is like from Scotland or whatever, so which she had run across European family crest. when she was researching one of her books. Convenient. Yeah, a lot of coincidences. Of course, I think Jess is one of these people that just reads everything and remembers nearly all of it. Yeah. Well, she leaves the sheriff's office. As she's leaving, she runs into Linda. And she's like, hey, um, can you come help me talk to my dad? Because I think this town's going to, like, blow up. Just was like, I can feel it in the air. I mean, I can feel it, and I'm 30 years past this. That's my Angela Lansbury impression. <laughs> I can feel it in the air. I can feel it in the air. <laughs> so she goes out to the Bonner farm. While they're driving out there, Linda kind of gives JB the scoop. And she's like, there was a big fight. He, Ed left. He had no money. And all of a sudden, he starts spending money, throwing parties. The only thing I can think of was dealing, he was dealing drugs. Mm -hmm. And Jessica's like, well, what does your dad think? And she goes, well, he just doesn't have use for a black sheriff. <laughs> yeah, because that's totally on topic. <laughs> well, that's what she said. Well, no, I get that's what she said, but I mean, damn, girl. Jessica goes to talk to the dad, obviously. She goes to talk to Mr. Bonner. What was his first name? Um, I, I, did write, I didn't write it down. I just wrote Mr. Bonner. Alright, well, she talks to Mr. Bonner. Yeah. Who was splitting wood sideways. Who does that? Isn't that the way they're supposed to do it? No, you stand it up so you're working with gravity. That way when the axe hits the top of the log, gravity pulls it down. Oh, I thought you meant like like if this is like this, if this is the log going this way, mm -hmm. I thought you meant like Cut oh, it this no, no, no. way. I was like, no, that doesn't. No, make sense. he had the logs laying like. No, I got it. I'm on, describing to the the people. Oh. So imagine the log is a Pringles can, <laughs> rather than having it standing. <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's a good. That's a good analogy. Everybody knows what a Pringles can. I is. thought you were talking about cutting a hamburger, not hot dog. Oh, don't start that again. <laughs> So, instead of having the Pringles can standing up the tall way, he had it laying on its side and he's splitting it down the middle. That I'm like, that's wildly inefficient. I'm sorry. So. Get it together, Bonner. <laughs> um, he thinks that whoever killed Ed is definitely a coward. No, he thinks they're definitely a coward. They jumped him in the dark. Blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't think he thought whoever killed. He was, he was pretty certain it was Matt. sure it was Matt. But yeah. Jessica's like, if it was a coward, wouldn't they have shot him with a gun from, like, super far away? Yeah, which, you know, makes sense. You don't stab somebody unless you really want to get right up in their business. And he's like, I'm not helping anybody. I don't want to help that black sheriff. Yeah. Or whatever he said. I think they kept using the word colored, which... I don't like it. I don't like it either, but I wasn't going to say it. 
Well, I mean, could have been worse. They go back into town, and now is when they have the lynch party. Yeah. Which, I don't know his name. But there's some freak just tying a noose. Right oh, out. yeah, he didn't have a name. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure they probably told him. But someone's like, do you really think you need that? And he's like, maybe. Oh, wait, no. His name was Charlie. Oh, great. You want to know what my description was? <laughs> Racist. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie is tying a noose. Charlie's just And trying. Ames is like, do you really think you need that? And he's like. Right in the town square. Yeah. Today it goes the way I want it to, I will. It's <laughs> my impression of a southern racist. <laughs> um, so, Jessica calls out Cassie and Ames, and she's like, you're more than teacher and student, Matt's your son. I didn't get a hint of that. I don't know um, how, but I mean, it's JB, the world's greatest detective. I'm not surprised. I mean... Five seconds ago, when she was talking to um, Ed and Linda's father, Mr. Bonner. Bonner, thank you. I was going to say Barnes. He's like, what are you, some kind of expert on killing? I'm like... Kind of. Yeah, actually she is. <laughs> She's a legit expert on killing, buddy. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> are you unfamiliar with her work? Um, but... This is also when Jessica finds out that Billy has a knife, mm-hmm. which... Billy was my first suspect the minute I saw him pull the switchblade on Kelso earlier in the episode. Um, she's like, I want to know what kind of knife, blah, blah, blah. So she finds, she goes to Frank Kelso, and she's like... What kind of knife was it, Frank? Well, she wants to find out the knife. That's why she goes to see him. Yeah. But she goes in, and there's nobody at the bar. She starts to go to the back office, and he pulls the gun on her. Well, I mean... The town is the size of a... <laughs> two people live in this town. <laughs> Who the fuck are you going to shoot because they break into your bar? He was probably hoping it was the sheriff, and he'd have grounds to blow his ass away. <laughs> Maybe. That's fair. That's <laughs> not was, fair, but... He was back there looking out, going, Oh, I hope it's that sheriff. That's I can not, finally get him. You know what I mean. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She was so scared. Oh yeah, that's is the most terrified I've ever seen her. Except for show. when that with that black horse. Black horse. Oh yes, that's right. In the stable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was pretty. Ter- <laughs> that was a giant horse. It's freaking um, enormous. So he's like, "Oh yeah, I got the old peacemaker," and she's like, "I thought the peacemaker was a blah blah blah," and that's a blah blah blah. Uh, peacemaker is a Colt forty-five. But he didn't have that. There was a wonderful song by Johnny Cash. So Jessica asks about the knife, mm-hmm. and he says that. Just what kind of knife was it? He goes, doesn't matter. Matt killed Ed. No, I'm he, so sharp. He said it was sharp. <laughs> That's all he knew. That's all he knew. Sharp. <laughs> okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Then they go back into town, and the lynch mom is right outside the sheriff's office. And she's like, aren't you going to stop this? And I'm he's surprised. like, nope. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't have pitchforks and torches. No, thank you, ma'am. Which, okay, can I ask a question here? I legitimately do not understand this. Ed seemed, okay, he didn't seem like, Ed was an ass. He was a jerk. He was probably a racist like his father and everyone else in town. Mm-hmm. Why were they all so damn upset? Over his death. Because they all feel that way. Okay, but 
Why? Well, why are they so racist? Is that's racist does? I mean, I didn't think racists were that tight knit. Oh, they are. They stick together. Do we need to remember what happened at the Capitol? Okay. Yeah. They're pretty tight knit. Good point. Yeah, they're very well organized for a bunch of inbred rednecks. All right. You mean to tell me everyone in that town wasn't a bunch of cousins? No. <laughs> Uh, very shallow gene pool. So, Jessica asks Kelso to stop it, and he says, no, thank you. I'm mm -hmm. gonna, even if I wanted to, I wouldn't, or whatever he says. Yeah. Then the sheriff starts going around and around with Billy, Andy? Andy. Andy. Because Billy pulls his knife, and then the, yeah, other, and the other deputy, deputy like pulls his shotgun. <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> Never bring a knife to a gunfight. Um, Billy knows better. So then, just as they're about to start throwing punches, Mr. Bonner shows up to save the day. What? Punches? You think they were going to throw punches? Well, they were going to do in the old one, oh, too. Oh, the sheriff and, okay, <laughs> the sheriff and Andy. Yeah. I thought you meant, like, the lynch mob. I'm like, they were not going to punch anybody. Which, Andy, I don't know how you think you stand a chance. You're drunk as a skunk. You've been drunk for days. Days. Um, His poor liver. <laughs> This is when Mr. Bonner shows up. Mm -hmm. Billy had, but because they, we saw Billy pull the knife, mm -hmm. he had a different knife than what was used to kill Ed. Yes. Ed was killed with a hunting knife, I think. Something. Something like that. Everybody in town had a knife, all different kinds. But because Andy was so drunk, he's arrested for... Disorderly conduct, I think it was. Disturbing the peace. He definitely was disturbing the peace. So they bring were. him in. They ask him a bunch of questions. Jessica's like, how did he get your lighter? Mm -hmm. They find out he has his lighter because he had the keychain with the Cameron crest. Blah, blah, blah. His mother's family, not his, because his last name was not Cameron. It was Crane. Yeah. And he said, well, Ed left his at the bar, and then we went to go shoot pool. We went like, to go shoot a little pool. <laughs> two towns over That's my impression. That's a good one. Thanks. Does Kelsos not have a pool table? No, apparently not. I thought for sure Just they Just a would. stage with a Confederate flag. Well, they probably had broken all the pool cues and brawls or something. They couldn't play there. Andy said that Ed was mad because he lost a lot of money playing pool, but they got back to town at 1245 mm -hmm. that night. And he had to go to the bank. And then he had to go to the bank. <laughs> Andy's like, that was weird, right? They had ATMs back then. I don't know why I'm smiling. Not like on every corner like they do now, I guess. And probably not in a town like that. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> so, this was Jessica's light bulb moment. I didn't catch it this week. Kelso. They go back to the bar. Kelso's He's still cleaning. Cleaning again because, what do you call him? His swamper called in mm -hmm. or something? like. Yeah. Never heard that term before. I, mean, I don't hang out in a lot of bars either, so it's not surprising. But the sheriff said no amount of scrubbing is going to get rid of the blood on that floor. Well, if you did it with ammonia or bleach. You really think the floor of Kelso's has some, ever seen bleach? Some tells me Kelso's not buying those kind of cleaning products. It was probably grimy water that's been in the bucket for a month. So what ended up happening was Ed went back to see Kelso after they went to shoot pool. He wanted more money. Mm -hmm. Kelso said, no more. I have no more to give. We're done. I'm dry. How, mu how much money did he think that bar was taking in? I don't know. That's a very small town. Like you said, two people live there. 
so he, they start fighting, because in case you didn't know, Ed was a bit of a hothead. No. Shut the front door. <laughs> I know. What happened? Uh, Ed was blackmailing Kelso because Kelso killed Jolene. Yeah, and buried her in the woods. And Ed helped cover it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, did I hear this right earlier in the episode? Was Ed also sleeping with Jolene? Yeah. <laughs> There's like a 62-year age difference between them. I know. Oof. But he said when he killed Jolene and it was an accident and he didn't mean to and he was so sad and blah, 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 this and the other. But then he said with that, it was like killing a wild dog. And I'm like, damn, chill. Well, it wasn't too far off. So he had shot Ed with his like special magic gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way he's like special. whipping it around. It wasn't the gun that was special magic. It was the bullets. Well, then he realized. Pointy steel jackets. <laughs> in the autopsy. They would have realized it was his, so they had to dig it out. He had it. Uh, Kelso had to dig it. Right, which, is, yeah. which would account for the weird stab wounds. Yeah, he went digging. So, the end of the episode, Matt and Linda are moving to Nashville the end. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have wonderful careers. <laughs> um, I'm sure they'll both be very rich. Yeah. The body count, do you count Jolene? No. So it is 42 to 7. Jess didn't find any this week, so that still stands at 8. Kiss count remains at 1. Nibbling count remains at 6. I don't think Jess is ever going to get more action. You wait. Yeah, her and Seth. Her and Seth are not together. Yeah. They're just friends. Yeah, well, you can't prevent me from shipping them in my head. Fine, but it's not canon. I never said it was. <laughs> Mind your own business. Don't take this away from me. Um, I had a couple, actually, Great. Um, I think. Um, oh, no, only two. And both were, I think it was just before, or, yeah, I think it was just before the lynch mob was forming up outside of the sheriff's office. Um, Jess went in and was talking to the sheriff. I forget what she was asking him, and his first was, his first response was, Miss Fletcher, I not the time. And then she said something else, and he said, look, ma'am, I've got a lynch mob forming. I don't have the time for this. Like, really aggressive. Yeah, I would count one for the sheriff, and then I would count one for maybe Mr. Bonner for just, like, being very uncooperative. Okay, so I would, would you say two, two or three? I would say two. Because I was counting the sheriff as two. So three or two? I would say three. All right. Sexism? Um, I did get a couple, one or two of those. Yes, um... Ed said... To Linda. About Linda. He said, My sister's a little bit of a tramp, but she deserves better than you to Matt. Meaning Mm -hmm. Matt. And then... um, Oh, uh, Jolene's tending to somebody's needs, but not her mama's. So just those two. Did you get any? Mm -mm. Well, besides Besides those. Besides those, yeah, no. Okay. I feel like there should be another one about... The way they just genuinely talked about Jolene, about they implied like she was running around with every man in town. No. Do you want to have just three for that? Um, yeah, two, three. I guess that's good. What'd you rate the episode? Um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was a pretty.
pretty average episode for me, I'd say. Um, <laughs> seven out of ten redneck drinking parties in the street. <laughs> seven I loved, I loved that. out of ten. <laughs> yep. <laughs> redneck drinking parties mm-hmm. in the street. Mm-hmm. And if you want to throw a parenthesis after that, it's hosted by Mr. Kelso. <laughs> Did you figure out who did it or no? No, I was all... At first, I suspected Billy, and then I expected... Expected. Suspected Andy, and I did not see Kelso being the murderer at all. Mm. I really didn't. Did you like how they kind of laid it out like he did? Like it made sense? Oh, yeah. No, it all made sense when... And it usually does with every killer. Mm Mm-hmm. But, um, no, I did not see Kelso being the killer in this one at all. I was way, as usual, way off. What did you rate it? I gave it 6 out of 10 pitchers of beer. Ooh. Ooh. That was a good one. There was a lot of beer in this episode. <laughs> Where can people find <laughs> A lot of PBR. <laughs> um, Instagram at MurderWeDrankPod. There are no videos this week that and I took. We had a hard, well, it was weird. We didn't even watch together. We normally do, but we didn't this week. Um, and then there's also the Facebook discussion group that nobody can find. Um, Murder We Drank discussion group podcast. And iTunes and Spotify. Rate us, tell your friends, leave a review. Mm-hmm. Anything else? You want to give them a preview of next week? No. Oh, okay. Well, then. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> no, I can um, so that was this week, and then we're creeping up towards the end of season two a little bit, I think. Um, Aren't the seasons like 25 episodes each? This episode, I mean this season, there are 22 episodes. Oh, so we're getting close then. Okay. Um, next episode is called Murder in the Electric Cathedral. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yes. With special guest stars, Yellow. It's the Electric Light Orchestra for you younger listeners. And, uh... (laughs) Anything you'd like to add? No, I think that's it. All right, see you next week. (laughs) Bye!